Attention time. Welcome back to another episode of Henshin Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross. And today we're going to be talking about the new episode, episode 14 of Osama Sentai King Oja, together with Mufin. Big, lovable, plush yeti. Yeah. We kind of finally get an understanding of why it was made, which, you know... Kind of keep the keep the kids happy. Yeah, I mean, it was really meant... It was made for Jimena after her parents died. Jimeno, after her parents died. <laughs> but this episode is... Cent- like, it's heavily focused around Jimeno and the assumption that, you know, Jeremy was behind... The attack or the fury of the shoe gods yeah. and the death of her parents. And after watching the full episode, even though they say he may not have had a hand in it, I think he's there's still a connection there. Well, he may not have been directly connected, but maybe something. Well, we do get an answer, um, but it starts off with Jimena attacking Jeremy and forces him out of the god tarantula. Uh, seeing as he can control shoe gods, she demands he tell her if. The cicada shoe god was his. Um, Jeremy says that it's actually God Tarantula's friend. Yeah. But you have to remember, God, like these smaller shoe gods, yeah, there's sort of multiple of them. Yeah. So the cicada typically, like, let's say reality. Cicadas, like, they culture together. Yeah. Right? They kind of roam together. They swarm. And that's what we saw. We saw a bunch of cicadas in that episode yeah. when it was a flashback. But I'm going to ask if he remembers the wrath of God from 15 years ago. After thinking for a second or two, yeah. Jeremy says, of course, it feels like yesterday. And then that's when we get kind of the battle between her and um, Jeremy. And I always, it sounds like a broken record every time I say this. But the battles are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Always consistent. Well, and she seemed a lot more aggressive this time. Like, she was out for blood. Yeah, because it's always been like, I'm here to protect. But, like, you know, she yeah, she, she does. And you got to remember, she remembers her parents dying. She, you know, we saw it in slow-mo. She could do nothing. It's all her fault. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they do, what was it? I mean, with Rita, it seemed like it was also kind of addressing that the whole moving thing was kind of kind of created for the kids to kind of ease them into their new roles because mm-hmm. a lot of she was saying like a lot of them had been thrown from suddenly being just kids to having to take the seat of power i was like oh mm. it's like i can see that yeah true um but we do finally get to see jeremy kind of defeated with by him she goes rampage Ooh, you could say that. And she causes him to de-henshin. And she was about to kill him. Like, a final blow, true kill. But Sebastian stops her, her butler friend. And uh, he says, come drink, calm down. She doesn't really want to. And it kind of cuts to a different scene where it, it, it's it's kind of repeating itself. And we knew this was going to happen. Um, where now, you know, Jeremy, when he first was revealed, they went... And they kind of visited each land and yeah. interrogated him. And then now he's on trial. Well, yeah, because Jimeno, Jimeno wants answers. And yeah. he, after his, the, his fight with her, he somehow ends up in 
Crospa? Yeah. The Ice Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> and Rita's like, it's like, what are you doing here? How I wanted to go someplace for peace and quiet. And he, he, he looks like he got the shit beaten out of him. Well, uh, yeah, he did. And he's about to freeze to death. And yeah. Her, and her partner, her friend, is just kind of just like. Well, she, he was with Morphonia. Morphonia, yeah. Um, and he was badly injured. Um, through his pain, he says he just wanted to find a quiet place. That, that was interesting. Um, but, yeah, yeah so, place. I mean, he's badly beaten. He's worn out at this point. And then he wakes up to find himself kind of how he found Gira when he got captured in that snow snowman. It was like, what the heck? <laughs> That's he wakes up and just like, huh? But they do get mm-hmm. their henchin devices back. They finally get the Odrakalogy. She got them back for him. She got them back for him. And that's when everybody ended up back in Ishbana. Yeah. And they got their, their henchin devices back. And they were like, I'm sure they were ecstatic, but they were also wanting to know what the heck is going on with Jeremy. Well, they, they were trying to calm her down because, I mean, Jeremy just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. But Jeremy does explain that when he wakes up, he is in a snowman and is now officially on trial. Rita demands... He tell her what he was doing 15 years ago during the Wrath of God, since now they know he is kind of an immortal-ish, ages differently, slower. He said he was essentially meditating, trying to get his stories organized. But Rita, however, will not put up with his nonsense of him saying, you got to read between the lines his, his telling of what he thinks it is, right? Just give me a straight answer, which makes sense. Uh, but Morphonia comes in with what she's found. It turns out 15 years ago, Jeremy as Kumatoken's son was found in a cave and gained notoriety as a as a corpse uh, that would not decay. Jeremy tries to explain that for being alive for 2,000 years, a year-long nap is to be expected. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if, you're li- if you've been around for centuries almost, you're going to want to take a power nap. So, yeah, then Rita ask what Jeremy told Jimena because now she's like confused and he says he just told her to read between the lines and she someone finally calls him out on his BS and is <laughs> like you're a criminal there's no subtext that would indicate he was merely asleep when he no. explained like I was meditating because I mean you can be asleep really? and not proof I mean I mean Rita is, I think, more annoyed how Jeremy makes things so complicated. Because as a judge, jury, and executioner, that's her like role, facts are needed. Yeah. Not gray areas. Well, and she scares the crowd. Like, feed it to me straight and just yeah. slams the sword down. I'm like, yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, but he does remind her that he is the one that is being wrongfully accused just because he is... Friendly with the Cicada Shoe Gods. True. Um, and the, yeah, I mean, Rita explains that those Shoe Gods have become associated with the Wrath of God as a swarm of them had attacked the kingdoms on that day. So now we know it's the Cicadas. Yeah. Not just all the Shoe Gods. It was the Cicadas primarily that are associated with that. Yeah, those little tiny little bugs that is kind of... Yeah. Jimena, and she explains that Jimena's parents personally oversaw the disaster response, but died in the process. Jimena ascended to the throne at a very young age, as did the other kings due to the wrath of God. So they all kind of had to had to grow up quick. Yeah. And so, 
reflecting on that conversation, Jeremy finally kind of understands he, you know, he shouldn't have said that read between the lines. Reedy says his ignorance to what happened poured salt on Jimena's wounds, essentially. It's like... Yeah, because you're just kind of like, well, hey, I didn't have nothing to do with it. It's like, well... My parents died in front of me, and you're telling me to read between the line? Uh, So I'm assuming... The only line I can read is that you killed them. Yeah, because that's when he, he's all like, well, I'm the one that didn't didn't read between the lines. I mean, he's also, it's also it's a whole generational thing, too, because, I mean, when we talk to our, our elders, they don't understand everything we say. Correct. But Jeremy finally, you know, Jimena will not easily accept an apology. Yeah. Because of this. There's got to be somebody in the middle. Yeah. So, Jeremy, however, has... He reveals that he has some information to offer, and it is regarding Mofin. Mofin. Mofin, which is the childhood show that Rita loves, the anime. And Rita's Rita's eyes widen, and she demands Jeremy to spill the beans immediately. (laughs) Well, you you can kind of sense her energy, too, whenever he says that, because it's like... uh Yeah. Uh... And then we're back, we get back, we hunt back to Ish, Ishbana. Yeah. The other orders are dealing with bug, the Bugnarok, which, if you look at the Bugnarok, he's in the wrong season. Because if you look at the symbol that's on his head, yeah. It's the Japanese kanji for water. Oh my gosh. Because if you look <laughs> at the blue Shinkenger Ranger, yeah. It's that same symbol. But not, he, that's not the season the guy should have been put into. Elemental wise, yes. Yeah. But the way he fights should have been Geki. Oh, true, yeah. Because he's all very ninja. Yeah. Like, he almost beats the crap out of De- De- Deathnark. Oh, Deathnark? It's like, dude, don't beat your boss up. Otherwise, he's going to execute you. You're not yeah, going to Yeah, he's got like. Ma- I, this is really weird about him, too. It's not. It seems like whenever he stands on the ground, mm-hmm. there's tentacles. And it not just coming from his back, but he can produce them from underground. So I'm thinking this guy's just a ten, a, like a my this he may be just the hand. Like you, do you ever? Oh shit! He may just be the hand of the tentacle that's underground. He may be bigger than what we see. Oh crap! Like because they call him <laughs> Death. Every if he's Death and Rock, the what eighth? Yeah. What if it's just one being and just a hand is getting cut off? It's like each time. Hi guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to a really. You bad imagine just like here. final episode, just this gigantic tentacle monster. And it's all death marks. Yeah, I mean, and it, well, it's just this oh. giant tentacle monster, and like, like he explains, like I've been in the ground the whole time. I am Terra. It's Tangela. And you're just like, oh god, we live on Tangela. That's <laughs> the dark version. <laughs> and it's, it spans out. And it's just all Pokemon world and Ash Ketchum like, hey, I'm going to catch it. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> he was an electric bolt. It kills everybody. <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Gira, Yama, and Kagaragi find Jimena uh, to tell her that she is losing sight of herself with the way she is acting. Yama asks his peoples to hack into Ishbana's broadcast signal so he can send out a call for Ishbanians to help find Jeremy. Yeah, which is funny because he then soon appears yeah. right there. Yeah. But you see 
we're really just one villager kind of go, oh, because she's watching a movie from cartoon. Right. And she's like, okay, I'll go and find him. <laughs> and then she pops up and she's like, there he is. It's like, okay. Yeah. And Gear asks him if she can even dare show her face to her people in the current state she's in. He yells at her. He, he kind of yells at her and, and tells her to look in the mirror. Like, look at yourself. Yeah. Like, you are not you. Like, you've presented yourself a certain way to your people. And if they see you like this, they're going to freak out because you're their, well, I don't want to say idol, but you're the they person they look up to to protect them. If they, you look crazy, you look like you just might have just almost died or had a hard time. They're going to be like, they're not suitable for, for the role. We need yeah. to get rid of them. Uh, I don't know if they'll say they'll get rid of them, but I well, think they they'll panic. Well, yeah, not in, not in here they won't. But yeah, she's become too hideous for words, essentially. Jimena wants to punish Gira for saying that. She, but, she punishes him enough. But Rita steps in, finally. We see Rita and tells her to stop. And then Rita, that's when Rita announces that Jeremy is innocent and shows them the evidence. So there's actual evidence to prove it. Which is a... And unfortunately... from a news article from yeah. decades back. Yeah. Him in a cage with the mask on his face in his... Sleeping, Rogue. which is like, wait a second, they didn't even move the body; they just left it there in the cave for a year. They didn't think that he was dead, or well, maybe they checked. No, him they out. said they said it was a dead body oh. that just didn't decay, and they didn't move it or exhume it, you know, or examine it. People of old plot holes, the, exactly. That's <laughs> why I was thinking that maybe what if the one in the cage was as fake, but then you look at that and you go, well, he didn't unlock. His thing until until present. His, yeah true. So so hmm. and I don't know what kind of motive he could have really had if it was no him behind the curtain. You know what I mean? And he and he seems to be more innocent than yeah guilty of wanting to destroy humanity. Well, I mean, if you look at his face, it, he's he wants to cry. Yeah, he's got that. Like, I'm he he sorry. Yeah, and Reed explains that together with Mufin was created by the people of Ishbana as a way to support young Jimena with kindness and hope. <clears throat> Rita adds that no one is blaming Jimena for remembering the past, but she should not forget what she has now either, like, created. That includes the wonderful people of Ishbana working to help those in need. So if it wasn't for Jimena now, you know, kind of ascending the throne and being the person she is... Mm-hmm. All this good that she's she has done would have not even been yeah. right you don't we don't know what kind of person she could have been i mean when i was saying that edda edda from episode three she walks up and captures jeremy Ugh. as then we get a little little piece of, of uh comedy when gear realizes oh yeah. i'm still not supposed to be here <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think even if he was still standing there i don't think she would have been like oh what is the yeah. the because she was too focused on the moment yeah but she asks him again about, about point blank if he was the behind the wrath of God, and Jeremy says, "It was not me." Yeah, which it still has to be somebody because who was who was in the who was the behind the mask? Yeah, but Jeremy says after Rita has explained everything to him, he will be sure to include the wrath of God into his stories as well, just so that it's very clear it was not him. Yeah, I mean homage. Uh, in Beggins and Jimena tells Jeremy to improve himself through his actions. Jeremy summons God Tarantula while Gira, Yama, and Jimena 
hop into the other shoe gods. And and this is something I'm I really like about the show. Like if you ever seen we usually always get once we get announced, we mm-hmm. see the mech for the sixth, we usually see a change. Yeah. Right? We see it change. We haven't this had time, seen it combined yet. Yeah. We we I like the slow I'm actually really liking this kind of tease. Like we're gonna tease you a little bit. I mean, yeah, I I understand that the toys have to line up with this. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, all right, come on, let's see you change, and then you just don't get it, and you're like, no. <laughs> but I, I do appreciate the the fact that we don't always have to have a big mech to defeat the bad guy. Yeah. But That's, sometimes just, sometimes just a solo a solo a solo spider yeah. can do the battle. Yeah. <laughs> but. At the end of the day, they are connected to God Tarantula through the webbings, and Jeremy asks them to follow his lead. Jimena refuses to be ordered around and declares she will defend her own country. Jeremy is amused by this and cuts the web from God Scorpion, allowing Jimena to go wild. Oh, yeah. She, she heads Girl off first. Girl goes wild. And I think then Gira... Gira, Gira goes off... Oh, he, he seems to be more reluctant yeah. a lot of the time. It's like... He's just like, okay... Come on, dude. <laughs> but later on, after the battle is defeated, and the battle is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I can't put it into words. You just got to watch it. Jimena asks Ida what she wants as a reward, but she does not know. Ida says living in, Ishb- in Ishbana is enough happiness for her. Jimena pledges to continue to protect the country and its beauty. And that was a heartwarming, you know... Yeah. Well, it's, and like, it's, a, it's a beautiful area too, so I can see why. I mean, if she gives oh, yeah. them, like, she, they, she, they live in a beautiful free country. housing, free housing. To oh, I don't like that house. I'm going to destroy it, but I'm also going to build you a better, beautiful house. So I mean, they, and they, you don't they have, have to worry about it. With them. It's just like what? I mean, that's the kind of country I think we all want to live in. Yeah, but oh. j- this is where Jeremy finally accepts. So this is the first person he accepts as a king or slash queen. Yeah. So he decides it's time to he calls her queen from now on. Yeah, he goes maybe I shouldn't call her young lady or young lady. Yep. Anymore. And then we get a a, a sneak peek of kind of next episode where it's going to kind of center around. I want to say. Well, because Kagaraki is talking to Rackles. Well, maybe Jeremy will be worth worth his while, and it's like I really think uh, Rackles is the one pulling the strings now because he's got Kagaraki's sister. In the, as the princess in the castle, which is kind of fairy taleish. Yeah, but we do get a kind of glimpse of Kagaragi's sister in this episode, and she—I don't know where she would be placed based off of like the shots that they did, <clears throat> but it looks like there's the main shoe gods outside of the window, and she's watching the battle. I think she's just outside the castle. So she's in Shugadam. She's it's it's almost like the what is a little fairy tale story of, of the girl who can never leave the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's Rapunzel. Is it Rapunzel? It may be like that Rapunzel type situation where she can't really leave the castle. She's but captured there. I actually have a lot more respect for Kagarag because he, he's like, Well, do you want to go see your sister? Because well, I've 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 saved myself from, from it not from now, so I, I will keep to it. Right. It's like, dude, feel free. 
<laughs> he's like he wants to see his sister. You know, he's just like, man, I'm gonna screw this guy up and go see my sister. Right. But he knows he's got to get him, get her back somehow. Yeah. And his sister's cute. I'll, I'll be Kagaragi's brother-in-law. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> or at least help him get rest rescue his sister. Yeah. Getting good graces with him. <laughs> But yeah, so we kind of get an understanding of what's going to probably happen next. I'm hoping, because this was the episode I was hoping we would see the Six finally change into the final form, or his his big mech form. But we know next week the Tarantula actually is released from pre-order. And so they're going to ship out all the, all the Tarantulas that, if you pre-ordered it, you can go to Toku Collectibles, Big Bad Toy Store. <clears throat> Not an affiliate. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hashtag yet <laughs> yet but that is when we'll prob- most likely see the final for- or the, yeah. the big mech form unless they're building and getting all of their backstories arched out and then they're going to slam you with the big boss battle well it doesn't or make not sense battle, but not a big... the week of releasing it yeah. that's when they typically will show that episode where oh okay here's the here's the new mech Boom, that same week, it releases. Because the next episode's going to be a Kagaragi episode. Yeah. Because it literally says, well, we need to get my sister back. And I think Gear is going to be more gung-ho for it. Yeah, I mean, he is all about, like, you guys are my sub... Or not subjects, but team. So he's going to be all about the team. And, and at this point, how does Rackles not know that Gear is alive? I mean, he must be a bad uh, king if he can't well, figure it out. See, they've kept it from him, and they said they found a way to access the King Oger mech. They, that's what they've lied to him. And they said yeah. we have we have the access to you know, um, what's his name? I almost said it wrong. I almost said Kagaragi, but it's not Kagaragi. Yama. <clears throat> but the guy that runs Necropolis. Um, Yama. Yeah. Well, I don't know why that was such a hard word Yanma to say. Gust. Yanma Gust. His name literally is that, his mech. Yeah, they said that his they found a way that he found a way to access the King Oger and combine. So why he believes that, who knows? Because he's <laughs> dumb. Yeah. I think we'll get also get some more more backstory on Reckles. Because I think there's more to him than they're they're just not telling us yet. True. Because I'm, I'm, I mean, I know he's gonna be the kind of the bad guy, but I'm hoping that we'll get some like, okay, well, this is what happened, this is what made him, how he is. Because you I mean you weren't, you're not born bad, you're just shaped into that form. True. <clears throat> but we know that because the next that they're gonna go after the, after the princess, because episode fifteen is a visit to Su- Suzumi. Suzumi. Wasn't that Susan? Susan? Susan me? Susan me, yeah. It's Susan. So hopefully that'll be a, <laughs> hopefully that'll be a good one. But that we'll find out in a few days. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other. And we did. Remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a new tum- newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to watch and appreciate. So keep watching and keep listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. It helps us keep the conversation going. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, it's Henshin Time!